0: Hello and welcome to the Pomo Spider-A-Day Podcast. I'm Donna and I'm a co-host on the Varmints Podcast, a podcast about animals by two non-experts and part of the Podfix Network. Search the internets for those names and you will find us wherever podcasts are found. Do you like spiders? We do. Okay so they are weird and creepy and also they are oddly compelling and some of them are even adorable. Today we're going to talk about the extremely talented, large genus of spiders called Dolomedes, also called Fishing Spiders, Dock Spiders, Wharf Spiders, or Raft Spiders. Dolomites is ultimately based on the Greek word dolomedes, which means crafty or wily, and we're about to find out why. Fishing spiders are found on every continent except Antarctica. There are over 100 species of Dolomedes throughout the world, but they are especially prevalent in warm environments like Florida, and there are a lot of varieties. There's a forest stream-dwelling species in New Zealand called Dolomedes aquaticus, Dolomitas fembriatus in bogs all over Europe, and many, many others. A lot of these spiders are pretty big, with some females up to 26 millimeters, an inch long, with a leg span of 80 millimeters, 3.1 inches. Most of them tend to be brown to dark brownie or black. Some have stripy legs, many have a bold white stripe down the side of their body. Almost all of them are semi aquatic, except the tree dwelling Dolomedes Albinaeus, in the southeastern region of the United States. But we're not talking about you today, Dolomedes albinaeus, you arboreal dilettante. Sheesh, some spiders, am I right? Male fishing spiders live a tragic life. They live to do only one thing, and that is to pass on their DNA. Males die immediately after mating, and this is with no intervention from the females. He simply up and dies. The female then makes a meal out of the unfortunate male. This mating strategy is called monogeny and self-sacrifice, which means he will mate with only one female, I mean obviously, and then die. The benefit to the male is that this strategy distracts the female and takes up more of her time reducing the chances of her meeting with another male. And if she eats the male, that means she isn't hungry anymore. And that means the eggs will be more healthy because they have more nutrition, and the babies will be more healthy. I'd say that's a strong male parental commitment. Good for you, male fishing spider, you tragic little dude. Now for the surprising part, the fishing part. Arachnologists thought for a long time that fishing was a sort of novel behavior in spiders, but a study published in 2014 found that eight of the world's 109 arachnid families can catch and consume small fish. Some of them can even subdue fish five times heavier than they are, and at least 18 species have now been observed catching fish. In a National Geographic article about the study, Marie Herberstein, an expert in spider behavior at Macquarie University in Sydney, Australia, said fish predation by spiders has always been seen as a bit of an oddity, but the review makes a compelling argument that this behavior is widespread both taxonomically as well as geographically. This was certainly a surprise. These spiders hunt for food on foot instead of using a web. Some can even swim, dive, and walk on the water surface by using a combination of their weight and structure of their feet in combination with the water's surface tension. It's too complex to explain thoroughly in a short show like this, but suffice it to say these guys can absolutely zip across the water like it was solid ground. To hunt, the spider anchors their legs to a surface on land with some silk and rest their front legs on the surface of the water. Then they wait. A ripple in the water signals the arrival of a meal, and the spider attacks. Most meals are insects that have fallen into the water, but now and then they get larger animals like small fish. Then they drag their prey up onto land and eat them up. Remarkably, many fishing spiders are much smaller than their prey. If you get bit by one of these spiders, it will be like a bee sting unless you're a person who is very sensitive to spider venoms. My advice? Stay out of ponds. That seems like a good idea in general, actually. Goodbye for now! You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.